Last week on Axe's Armor and Amulets podcast, our heroes ascended the cloud stairway and stumbled onto a cloud tower belonging to a giant named Zephyrus. What tidings does this giant bring? Find out this week on episode 15, Zephyr with a Chance of Trouble. Where you guys left off, you were uh, getting tossed around by some air elementals in a giant tower in the freaking sky! <laughs> yep. On a cloud. After uh, skipping up the stairs, some of you doing better than others as far as skipping up the stairs, uh, you guys came up to a tower, which is affectionately known as the Tower of Zephyros. You guys walked in and were waylaid by the air elemental guardians of the first floor of the Tower of Zephyros. Zephyros, after hearing the commotion, came down and banished the one air air elemental that you guys had not yet defeated. And we left last episode by him saying, We have much to discuss! Yeah, like, can I get some healing potions? And is he speaking in common? Yes, he is. Okay. <laughs> um, hi! I'm... Calty will take off his... Oh, sorry. You... Cal... Rhea, you Calty sound very terrifying. Bow. Rhea is very confused. The laws of physics and natural balance is not making sense to her. Does Rhea know physics? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is a she is a lioness, so uh, you know they do, cats break the rules of physics all the time. True, they always land on their feet somehow, which makes no sense. Unless you strap toast butter side up to their back. <laughs> Infinite generator. Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys created the first levitating cat. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> Our very own Daisy just figured out how we can have infinite energy. Calty <laughs> uh, will make a sweeping bow and uh, say, Thank you for uh, banishing your guards. They are good guards. And thank you for allowing us to enter your abode. I'm Calty, the bard. Calty, yes. They spoke of you, Calty. And he looks to the others. They spoke of many names. Of Og, the bugbear. (laughs) Of Pansy, who could be Pansy, and who may not be Pansy. They had also spoken of Emma, the orc, and Rhea, the lioness. Yes, I have come to the right place, and you are the right people. Come. Come with me. And he begins to walk up the flight of stairs to the second floor. Uh, who's spoken of us? I cannot... (laughs) Very confused. (laughs) I have been seeking out the knowledge of many beings and creatures. Something terrible has happened, and I have been told that you five may be 
keys on how to rectify this wrong. Are you guys following up to the second floor? Because he's yes. he's walking. Yes. As, as yeah, best yeah. as we can with these giant stairs. Uh, it, it it takes you a minute, but you can get up them. No, no athletics or acrobatics. Okay. Like getting out of a pool with each step. Basically. Ogden I was helping Cal T. <laughs> Rhea would probably carry Cal T up the steps because they're giant steps. Yeah, we, 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 can, we can take turns, yeah. Oh, you all want to carry me. <laughs> so cute. Ogden, <laughs> Yoga. Are you guys following suit as well? Yes. <laughs> Pansy is absolutely, totally excited about it. So as you guys are making your way up these stairs not designed for medium folks, Zephyros continues. About six months ago, the ordining was shattered. And because of that, the hierarchy of giants has been thrown into chaos. These mm. beings and creatures that I have been speaking to in an attempt to figure out how to fix the ordining have mentioned you five as being able to help us, or at least help me. Yes, yes, they spoke of all of you by name. Yes, they did. And he, as you guys get up to the second floor, you kind of see it's a very simple, it looks kind of like a bedroom, very simple. There is a very large bed, a huge wooden chest, and then a very brilliant and crystal clear orb sitting on a pedestal. Pedestal is about 10 feet high. It's All of this is giant-sized, not medium creature-sized. And he's what? He is How tall? He is a... Uh, I think he's 19 feet tall. Cloud giant, 19 feet tall. Yep. Okay. So a bit taller than Calty. Just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, we'll give you some. We'll give just, you some heels. You'll be fine. Yeah, if you wear heels, you could totally take him to the prom. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, this second floor, the ceiling is eighty, uh, is eighty feet high, and there are more steps going up. Rhea will ask the ordering. What is the ordering? He begins to talk to you as he walks over to one of his very large bookshelves and pulls out a book, and he says. The ordining is much like a caste system. It was imposed upon the giants by their all-father all Anon. The ordining determines where a giant stands among his or her cousins. Cloud giants to fire giants and ice giants and, and so on. This was to keep the relative peace. King Hexaton, a cloud giant, was ordered with keeping the realm of giants in check, if you will. Unfortunately, with with this ordering being shattered, there is no hierarchy anymore. And giants across the realm are looking for ways to try and elevate their own station at, unfortunately, the chaos of the small folk. Your folk. King's name again? Hexakin. Hexaton. Hex as in H? Yes. H-E-K-A-T-O-N. Hecaton. Hexaton. Thank you. Is there a... Uh, hold on. Maybe there is. 
because now I'm questioning if I act. Yep. Hecaton. H-E-K-A-T-O-N. Hecaton. Perfect. Even now, the clan chieftains and kings or lords of other giants are moving all across the realm to find ways to elevate their own people and their own station compared to other giants. Like picking up black supposedly magical stones from keeps? Uh, mm. I, I, I suppose if someone was looking for a magical stone, then yes, uh, though I do not know what someone would do with a simple magical stone. Do you know of a place that that has happened? Yeah, here. They took a stone from, I think it was the keep, right, guys? Yeah, they're they're missing uh, obsidian orb? I am... Black craft? I am... I am so sorry that that my kin would have done something like this. This shattering of the of the order ordering has it has it has sh- ransacked my people in what you could consider madness. Hmm. Why does the why is the ordering? <sighs> how did it crash? I'm not sure how to word it. Yeah. That... I'm like, is the ordering like? Is it like an object, or was it just like an agreement? Not or an a, organization. Not, not an agreement. More of a, more of a command given by a god to all of its creations. Okay. The Allfather commanded the Cloud and Storm Giants to keep the other giants in in check to keep them from ravaging the world after the effects of the giant and dragon's wars. One day, we simply woke up, and that that feeling, that that commandment from God that all of us were forced to obey and follow, is now gone. Hmm. Without that, all giants are challenging the established hierarchy and attempting to reforge their own destinies. All of us sensed this upheaval in an instant, and now we do not know what has happened. Does that mean that the Allfather has perished, or is he is he angry at our lack of initiative against the giants? We will, or against the dragons. We we will never know. So, to be clear, the Allfather is a god. Yes, uh, the Allfather's name is Anin, or Anam, oh. who is a god. No, uh, Rhea is asking this. Oh, uh, yes, Anam is the Allfather, the god of all other god or giants, gods. He forged all of them, who then forged their own giants in their image. I see. Okay. So he's kind of like a giant god of creation. So in is this still Rhea asking? This or is Rhea. Is... This is Rhea. Do it in voice. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Please. <laughs> okay. Anon, the All Father, is like this giant god of creation. Then, like the creator of giants. Yes. The. The most 
accurate example I could give you in the studying of the small folk would be much like Sylvanus is the father of the woods, but there are mm. other gods that serve him, such as Maliki and Eldath, who are also goddesses of the woods, but answer to Sylvanus. Kelsey's nodding. I understand. An- Anam. Anam is the father of all giant gods. He created not only the giants, but the very gods that worship, or the giants worship. Right. So, so his godly command just kind of disappeared. Yes. And, and we have havoc. And that the shattering of the ordning is what has caused the giants to move in action, not only against each other, but against the small folk as well. Okay. Oh, um, how are we supposed to help? That was not revealed to me. What I was told to do, however, upon finding you, was to take you to the next step of your journey. After I take you to the next place that you must go, which has not been revealed to me, I must depart and head to the Moonshay Isles, where I have been told I will find more information of what is happening, not only with my kin, but of the ordning as well. Right. Um, anyway, we can uh, take our horses. Or maybe take this castle? I... Well, I mean, no, I mean, like, bring the horses into the castle so that we have horses when we get there. Oh, okay, yeah, that's smarter. If you wish that's to bring if you wish to bring horses, it's going to be quite crowded. Uh, the only level that you will all be allowed to be on is that first level down below. There it is. I mean, guys, you can ride the cloud. I'm still trying to process everything. <laughs> right. I'm just thinking, like, I mean, like our first stage is Tribor, but then we have to like go. Even further to the north of the north of the north. It'd be useful if we had horses. So I guess we could buy some mm. in Tribor. I don't know. So but tell me cloud. Where can I take you? Um I mean How how fast does this thing go? My tower moves quite quick. What if we go all the way north first? Mm, it's a good idea. You would still have to travel on foot down south, so technically it wouldn't be any It's not going to save us anything. Yeah, but it would save us time getting all the way up there, and then we just have to come back instead of going all the way up and then all the way there. Uh-huh. But we don't know if we're going to have to come back. We don't know what direction we're going to be sent from from Bolton. Ah, true. From Shander. From Shander, that was the name. Mm. Um... Yeah, we don't know where we're going to be going from Brimshander, so it makes more sense to stop by Tribor first. And then make our way Mm. to Brimshander. Again, like, we could get... potentially get horses when we get there. I don't know how expensive horses are. Anybody know how expensive horses are? Nope. No idea. Always use my two feet. Or, I mean, we could bring, like... I don't know, let's see. And it was like, like, looks like she's doing mental calculations in her head, like trying to, like, size up the room and like, all right, if we had like this many horses, and like, and then she just kind of like, I don't know. Maybe we should worry about horses later. Yeah. 
do we all have our stuff? Mm-hmm. You guys did grab all of your stuff. Good. Okay. Uh, but we should probably tell the villagers it's okay. Yeah. Of course, if we just leave, they'll probably get the idea. Or they'll think we got taken. <laughs> oh, or we died. That's, I mean, that's a good point. I, 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 I feel that. like we should we should at least say, bye, uh, this is a nice giant and he's giving us a ride. Og would say that uh, we should probably warn the other Harpers along the way. I do have a settle to score with this snake fellow. A settle to score? Yes. A score to settle. Oh, that's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still confused. He's still trying to figure out everything else. Why don't me and Pansy go do that then? Kaltio say. Okay, so you two are gonna go let the villagers know everything's good. We're on our way to solving this problem. Yes. However, we end up solving this problem yes. right then. Okay. So right. me and Pansy, uh, you're cool with that, Pansy? Caltiosa? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start <laughs> walking down the steps. And, and we'll, we'll let Mr. Cloud Giant know that we're gonna, just going to tell the... Take a few the, moments. Take a few moments to let the villagers know what's happening, and we can be on our way to Tribor. All right, so you guys head down to go let everyone know that it's safe and fine and all that jazz? Yes, uh, but while we're walking down the steps, uh, Kalti would like to talk to Pansy. Um, Sneaky Kalti. Yeah, I know it. Uh, Kalti's going to look at Pansy as they're walking and uh, say, I've had a suspicion, or maybe I should not say a suspicion, but a conundrum in my mind as I've gotten to know you, Pansy, which was further added to by our host's comment about you if you are who you say you are as it were my mother is an elf and i must say you don't act like an elf which i hope that's not offensive for me to say but i've known a couple elves and my mother very closely and they are less excitable than you are and less passionate if you i would even say as you are i I think their long lives tends to alleviate uh take away that those emotions or at least soften them i should say hansy's gonna look at kelty as they walk down the stairs and say and i suppose you act like all of your kind a a fair a fair point (laughs) cannot deny that cannot deny that um (laughs) And if you do not wish to speak on it, then you absolutely do not have to. And I will push it no further uh, or bring it up. No fear, Calby. It is nothing you need to worry about. I I do not worry about your loyalty to our party. I never (laughs) have. And uh, they'll, uh, I guess they'll keep going down the steps and uh, warning the people or letting people know. Okay. You guys get down there and unless you have... You know, something specific you want to say to a specific person, you let them know that this is, it's safe, everything's fine, and you're going to leave with them. Yep. Okay. In that case, you guys go right back up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys return. Uh, during that time, Rhea, Og, and Emma, what have you guys been doing? Setting up camp in the lower level. Okay. Yeah, Og, Og's pretty uh, 
pretty beat up. He's kind of like just chilling and sort of self-processing stuff, like looking at all the giant furniture and everything, because like he's used to living in the woods. <laughs> Rhea is sorry. Oh, uh, I was gonna say I, I don't think that he knows about giants at all. So, um, as you guys are kind of setting up, uh, Zephyros yells down from the second floor to you guys as you're setting up camp. When you have determined where you want to be taken, just let me know and I will get us there. Where do we want to go? Right. Okay. I so, think so. So everyone meets back up. You got a nice little camp set down on the uh, on the first floor. Uh, everyone's back and together. Where you guys want Zephyros to take you? Tribal Jeeves. <laughs> I was gonna say. I, th- I think we agreed on Tribor. Tribor, it is. Zephyros does something from up on the second floor, and you guys. It's like in an airplane when you first start to move and you feel like that that pressure as it speeds up a little bit. You know, for everyone who's been on an airplane where it kind of pushes your back in your seat and you get that little tightness in your uh-huh. chest. I would say for probably about uh, probably about two minutes, you have that feeling. And then it goes away. And you guys... Are now free. To are now the- you are now free to move about the, about the tower. And as you guys look around the tower, like you can see out, you know, some of like the what you guess would be like arrow, you know, arrow slots. Uh, you see clouds just whisking by you guys. What do you? Oh, really? What do you guys do? What do you? Does someone go out and actually? Stand on the cloud again? Are you st- absolutely staying in the tower? Like what? What are you Emma, doing? Emma kind of wants to watch the ground go by, mm-hmm. like because she knows they're going to pass by places she might be familiar with, even if she's never seen them from this angle before. Uh huh. So you you go out of the tower? Yeah. Uh-huh. Emma wants like cautiously like opens the door. Okay. Stands in the doorway. See what it's like. See if it's you know, make sure it's like she's not going to get blown <laughs> off or something. <laughs> the wind. It is. It is a gusty wind. I mean, this isn't so strong that it's going to blow you off of the cloud. It's almost as if there is a little bit of atmosphere on this cloud somehow keeping you in it. But it is a very brisk wind blowing all around. Uh, is there a way she can secure herself to the tower? She she made sure she got rope. Uh, I mean, you could tie yourself to your party members and step out there. <laughs> Are you really about to make us do a strength check to keep her from falling off? Hey, you guys have Here's already walked on the cloud. You guys have already walked on the cloud. Right. It's not while it was moving. It's not while it was moving. Have very good strength. None of us do. Yeah, but you're big. You're not going to get blown away. Oh, I guess it's big. Raya's got oh, it. Right. Emma's good yeah, strength. Ra- Ra- Emma's Ra- got Ra- good strength, but Emma's the one who wants to go walking on the cloud. <laughs> Raya will go with you. She can probably hold- be we, your we, safety We can buddy system? Yes, buddy system. Alright. Two clerics on a cloud. And no one has what? a featherfall. Alright, you guys- What could go wrong? You guys, you know- <laughs> Use the rope, you secure yourself, Emma, you take that first 
terrified step out of the tower onto the cloud, and it's still as hard as stone. Sweet. And that wind is just, just <clears throat> blowing. I mean, your braid is just being blown in every what direction. Oh God, that's gonna be fun in the morning. <laughs> it is for uh, those of you that want to actually step out on the cloud and look out over the world. You guys can. There's no, as long as you stay on the cloud and not like oh, but try to walk on air. Like you're, yeah, you're no, fine. I'm not, not trying to walk on air. Emma just wants like, again, like she saw the map. She saw it goes like. over where she came from, and she just wants to see that. Mm-hmm. So who else walks out there with Emma once Emma shows that it's safe? Pansy. I was gonna say. <laughs> and Emma makes sure Pansy's also tied to the rope. <laughs> just in case. Pansy's like, guys, we didn't just get to walk on a cloud. We're flying on a cloud. But the, and it has a tower, and <laughs> we're flying on that too. So, right, are you gonna stand in the prow, like with your arms out? And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Titanic me, Emma. Titanic me. <laughs> as as you guys look out over the world, I mean, you guys see mountains and forests in the distance. In fact, you are so high and so close to the coast right now coming from Nightstone, that you can see the endless blue of the ocean to where it almost fades up into the endless blue of the sky even higher above you. In the other directions, you see, you know, blotches of green and, you know, like real bright green, what you assume to be uh, are trees and forests. And you see other green and golden plains as they sprawl out in different directions, littered with mountaintops and hills, just in all directions. It is uh, truly a sight that not many small folk get to see. At least certainly not standing on a cloud. The world really is a big place. I think Og would slowly approach the doorway and just, like, keep his hand on the doorway and sort of peek out where everybody else is at. Uh, How likely is Emma going to be able to point out Ice Spire Peak? uh, As as much as you can see in all directions, you know, like when you guys were in a plane, like, eventually, Mm -hmm. whether it's the cloud coverage or it's just legitimately too far away for you to actually see. You would not be able to see that from where you guys are going. I mean, you gotta think that you guys are... Let me pull up my map real fast. So, you're in above, essentially, our deep forest right now. Uh, You might be able to see water deep at this distance, but even then, it's gonna look just like this tiny little blotch of gray against the ocean you know against the ocean and the sky and I mean let's see where is ice oh yeah that's so far I mean that's yeah there's no way you would even see that from where you are okay because yeah ice fires in the sword mountains 
Wait yeah, I spire peak is in the Sword Mountains. Nope, it's not... It's like right where the... I think right somewhere around the M and O, you, I believe. Yeah, with, with where you're going, you will eventually see it. But right now, see while it. you guys are out just standing, you guys are still at our deep forest, Nightstone area. Right, okay. It's going to be a while. All yeah. right. I could use some rest. <laughs> I'll come back out later. Calty <laughs> is playing a traveling song called The Rocky Road to Daggerford in the, the tower. <laughs> the Rocky Road to Daggerford. We'll have to yeah. see if I can find something like that for when I'm doing editing. Well, there is a song called uh, The Rocky Road to Dublin, which I definitely... <laughs> I know, but also I was copying the name. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll see I, about getting the copyrights to that. We'll, and I we'll just see. Sang it, <laughs> sang it in my head. I just sang it in my head, and Daggerford works pretty good actually. <laughs> well, don't don't sing the lyric. Remember, you only get about five seconds before it's copyright infringement. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's, a, it's an old Irish song. It shouldn't be copyrighted. It's stupid. If if it was written by somebody, somebody else has the copyright. Unless it's been put into public domain. Yes. All right, so you guys just settling down for the ride now? Yeah, because Emma Emma needs a rest. Okay. From the exhaustion, from the lack of hit points. we have time for a long rest while we travel? Oh, you will have time. You will have time. Zephyros, after doing what he needs to do, and you guys explore the cloud and all that jazz... Uh, he says, the way to Tribor on my tower will take about ten days. Oh. I mean, it was going to take us 28 walking. Or, or like 21 with horses. 21 with the so. horses. So uh, I'd say this is a great way to travel. <clears throat> just just uh, let me know when we get close to the Zorg Mountains. Very well. And he goes back to playing with the orb. So, you guys are, uh, sounds like you got a couple days of a travel time. What are you doing this first night? Just getting a plain old, good old-fashioned, long rest. Okay. Mm-hmm. And while you guys are traveling in this tower, are you guys going to keep watches, or are you just going to sleep? Probably watches. Yeah. Keep watches. Emma Emma likes getting up early in the morning. She doesn't mind having first watch every day. Okay. So Emma wants first watch every day? Who wants second watch? I mean not first watch, third watch. Larry. Third watch. Yeah. Okay. She wants sunrise, I want sunset. Alright, so Pansy's got first. Who's got second? Kelsey's got second. Oh. Uh, well That's you fine. you can, can do both, it together. I say you both can take second. We'll do it together. Okay. Bog is just sleeping like a baby. Yeah. Well, you know, he's used to it. He used to be the boss, and he bosses yeah. don't take watch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys are able to get plenty of rest. So, you know, take your long rest. Do what you're going to do. Would I also recover that one level of exhaustion? Yes, you guys will. Not exhausted anymore. <laughs> oh, that feels so much better. Okay. Well, we're going to skip through some of the uh, more 
mundane, boring things, shall we? Yes. Okay. Well, since we've already talked about watches and etc. When you guys are taking a watch, where are you guys hanging out? Are you staying in the tower? Are you going out on the cloud? Like, he's told you to We're remain on the first floor, but, you know, you're going to do a little bit of both? I think, yeah, I think so. Get a, get a look at what it looks like outside in this high up at, at dark. At night? Cool. Oh. And Emma, Emma's definitely <laughs> going to watch the sunrise from, from, like, the doorway, if not sitting on the cloud itself. Oh, and the sunset and, and sunrise from that elevation. Mm. Chef's kiss. Not just, cool. Chef's kiss. Yep. <laughs> it's a weird feeling, but it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that there were arrow slits. Yeah. So there's like little bit, tiny windows that we can see out. Yep. Cool. Yep. That'd be Pansy's chosen lookout. I think Og would be... Uh just checking and rechecking all of his equipment and stuff. Oh. Making sure that he's prepared for anything. Fidgeting? Yeah. <laughs> Unsure about how he feels riding on a cloud? <laughs> well. And, uh, I was going to say, if Emma, if anyone catches Emma watching the sunrise, you will actually see her smile. <laughs> she doesn't normally smile. She rarely smiles. Emma, what about the sunrise like has Emma let's let's take a peek into Emma's mind a little bit like this early morning sunrise what is it about that that brings so much joy to Emma it's it's a new beginning it's she's survived another day um And yeah, and it's about like it's it's really is about new beginnings. And having survived another day not succumbing to the wilderness. Uh and there's a little part of her that remembers taking morning watches with one of her parents. I'm not sure if it would be her mother or her father. But like one of her parents. It's just like this little vague memory cuz she was she was pretty young. She was when she little, lost them. Little little when she lost them. Yeah. <clears throat> and somewhere out there both her adopted father, Papa G, and her biological parents are probably also watching the same sunrise. Emma's, Emma's just, been through a lot, like even before this adventure. Emma has already experienced a lot. Emma, while you are enjoying that beautiful sunrise on day three of your travels, I need you to make me a perception check. Oh no. Do-do-do. 14. You see what looks to be a flock of birds flying in the direction of this cloud tower. Oh god, ducking cover. Those Nothing. things can take out windshields on aircraft. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and and at first there's nothing nothing terrifying about that. You are literally in the sky. You've seen birds, you know, some of the other days where you've been watching or any other time you've come out and just walked around this cloud, you've seen birds. But they are coming closer to the castle. And with that 14, which the DC to see was a DC 14, as they get closer, you can identify nine birds with nine riders. Uh, guys? Guys, I think we got company. We have birds with riders. Uh, Someone else riders? told me I'm not seeing things. Even a goblin shouldn't be able to ride on a bird. As they get closer, these are not little birds. These are very large birds. I will okay. allow. I will allow more perception checks to see yeah. if you guys can make out more details. I will use my perception. Rayo will also do a perception. Can Emma roll again, or... Yeah, you can roll again. Absolutely. Alright. Now that you've gone and, like, woken everybody up and are coming back out, absolutely. Fresh eyes. Fresh Pansy eyes. got a 21. Yeah, no Kathy fresh eyes. got a 20. She still like their birds with riders. Uh, Rhea got an 18. Okay. Oh man, we're getting high perception rolls today. Uh, Emma got a six. Oh, three. High. Except for Og and, and Emma. <laughs> That's okay. Alright, we'll so Rhea, Pansy, and Calty. You guys see nine what appear to be medium sized humanoid creatures <clears throat> riding giant vultures. And it looks like they are they are close enough that you can tell their intent is to come to this tower. They don't have... It doesn't look like they have any weapons in hands. But they are riding giant vultures to this... To this cloud. Uh, somebody want to wake our, our host? Calty is going to bolt inside and call for the giant. You guys are sending Calty, who needs help, up the stairs to go wake up the 19-foot giant. <laughs> Oh, I was just going to yell up, but yeah, that makes sense. I, I was thinking I could just yell up to him, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just laugh. It's a good point. Oh, Rhea can go. Ray, you head up to wake up. Roar. Yes. Okay. Get the roar. Um, so you go, you actually go up there and wake him up. Yes. Okay. Be careful, we weren't supposed to go up uh, any higher than the first level. Uh, uh, yes, what, uh, what, what is happening? There are nine riders on what appear to be giant vultures approaching towards the castle as I speak. Ah, uh, more gases. Uh, I don't know. They don't appear to have accommodations in this tower for more people. <laughs> and, you know, he starts to get up groggily. We do uh, not know if they are friend or foe. Uh, yes. I, I don't believe, well, I do not have very many enemies, so I can't oppose that. I, I don't believe they would be here under ill intents. <laughs> oh, this, uh, his voice is starting to hurt my throat. Holy crap. <clears throat> you need yourself a hot toddy. <clears throat> Who says I'm not having one right now? Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> All right. While Rhea is up waking up Zephyros, the four of you that are out there see these giant vultures uh, start to kind of like, they get up to the cloud. They're kind of, you know, flying next to it. It looks like they're kind of scoping the place out, you know, kind of taking a look, making sure, you know, they, you can tell that they see you. They see that you see them. It's kind of like they're checking to make sure that if they go to get on the cloud, they're not going to get attacked, right? Uh-huh. As they're eyeballing you guys, you can see that they're yelling at each other. And three of these vultures come over to the cloud and land on the cloud. These humanoids are wearing, it looks like pretty, pretty serious leather, maybe metal armor. It's kind of hard to tell because of how dark the armor is. But they're wearing these, these helmets that kind of looks like it gives them some sort of, like, cat ears, maybe? Ooh. And two of the three riders, once their vultures land, jump off their their vultures and walk towards you guys, but probably say about 20 feet away. And you hear one of them yell out, my name is Amarath, and I'm looking to speak to the giant in charge of this tower. We're not here to cause any problems for you or the giant. We just wish to speak to him. Uh, someone's rousing him now. And you kind of see the three of them exchange some glances. And... Uh, the one that's still sitting on the vulture waves the other ones over, and the other six vultures come and land on the clouds. On the cloud. Zephyros, after a few minutes, comes back down, walks out of the tower. Uh, oh, are these my guests, he says, as he kind of like just walks past you guys, giving you a look like, who the fuck's on my lawn, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Calty gives a little shrug as you as he passes. They're they're looking for you. And Zephyros just walks over. I mean, he he literally looks like an old man where unexpected company just showed up, and he doesn't really know what to do with it. Did he put his teeth back in? <laughs> is, he, is he wearing a giant nightgown? He he, he is wearing a robe. He is wearing a very large robe. Uh, it doesn't oh, say what I'm he wears for. Now. It doesn't say he up. wears any shoes, but you know what? I think we're going to go with that he wears bath slippers. I, th I think I like that. I choose to believe he <laughs> sleeps in the nude. That's why, That's why I'm not looking up. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't, he doesn't actually step over us. That could be an interesting... Like I said, not you, take, you, take, you take option. 2d8 points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> uh, anyways, 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 <laughs> that Listen, this is a topic we're going to delve no further into. Fair enough. Uh, Zephyros walks over to these people and looks like they're just having a conversation. Can we listen in on that? Oh, you guys are more than welcome to roll perception checks. 
Sure. Remember, you are on a cloud that is going pretty fast, and there is a lot of wind, which I have set up as premise. Was it clear that we weren't invited into the conversation? Uh, it was. It was pretty clear. Like they okay. had, as soon as they said they're talking to the giant, like looking to talk to the giant. And Emma responded. They said nothing else to you guys. Mm-hmm. Pansy's gonna do her pansy thing and just nonchalantly walk near them, not really looking like she's paying attention. She got a seventeen for for, for perception. Kathy got a twenty-one. Um, I got another three. And, uh, uh, okay. Hey, so there's the rolls. We got Shay with a nine. Pansy is 17, Emma with a 5. Uh, technically it's a 3, I put the wrong modifier. Oh, a 3, okay. And then Kalti with a 21. Um, Pansy, roll me a deception check. Because you're trying to be all nonchalant, low-key. Mm-hmm. Nat 20 for 24. Okay. So, so the DC to hear anything was 21. But... With you getting closer, and they don't pay attention to it, it's a DC 17. So you and Kelty both hit the DCs. Yeah. So this is what you hear. Okay, you're not going to get the full thing, but I'm going to, I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. what you hear. Um, that these these people are a member of an organization that speaks on the behalf of Yan Bin. You hear him say something about Yan Bin looking for cloud giants to help return the world to its original state. Uh. You also hear that they are offering to at least consider this alliance. They are offering him something, but you don't hear what. And you see them actually hand a pouch to Zephyros. You hear Zephyros that he has never heard of Yan Bin, and that he would need to look into anything before he agrees. You then hear one of these humanoids ask if they can remain on his cloud until he decides. Not a fan of that question. And that is what you guys hear as Zephyros turns around and walks back towards the tower. Is everything okay? No company. Our dear host. Uh, they are they are members of an organization who is speaks and works for someone called Yan Bin, who I am not sure who that is. Uh, they want my aid in a task that they were kind of vague on. Before I send them away with with harsh language or agree to assist them in whatever task it is, I have decided I would do some research and uh, reach out to some of the beings and creatures that I have done business with. I have given them leave to remain on the cloud until I have decided what we are going, what I am going to do. Hmm. Seems reasonable. You, you know, we are, uh, I know we are on a task right now, but we do help people with tasks. What, uh, what kind of task? Can we help? Uh, they, 
they were kind of vague on what this task was. They just said something about returning the world into its original state. And if it, of course, is talking about the ordining, which I am working on trying to fix myself, well, it sounds like this could be of help to me. Um, if it is about some other task, depending on who this Yan Bin is, well, then they can, uh, as you small folk put it, uh, pound sand, I believe is the right term. <laughs> you got it. Good job. It is, that is a preferable uh, way of telling people to get lost. I appreciate that. I, I'm just trying to stay young and hip. You're doing an excellent job. Thank you, homie. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna pound his little chest twice and give him a peace sign. Oh yes, I forgot that part. And you hear just like this, as he also drops you the peace sign. <laughs> yeah. I have never not played a bard. I will be bard forever. My favorite character to roleplay. You play. bard so well oh. too. <laughs> Hello, hip young cat. <laughs> Hello, young hip teenagers. I too teenage. <laughs> That's the term. That's it. <laughs> Alright, so, um. What do you guys do? Raya would like to go up to the humanoids and talk to them. Katalti's gonna stick close behind her. Uh. As you get about ten feet away, one of them yells at you, uh, Rayan and says, Our business not with you. We're only here to do business with the cloud giant known as Zephyros. He told us we could stay. I'm sure he's told you too. Now, if you just want to run along and do what you're going to do, we're going to sit right here and wait for him to come back and talk to us. Can I not say hello? No. Get lost. Why? Kelty, Kelty's gonna pat her arm, try to get her attention. Because we don't do work with kitty cats like you. Kelty's uh, gonna, he's gonna say quickly, don't say anything that might make them angry. There are other ways of attracting a conversation. Uh, Emma's getting ready to help drag Raya back if necessary. Raya's Raya's keeping her cool. (laughs) As Emma's been in this situation many times. As half the party drags Raya away, all you guys hear all you guys hear is a a, a conglomeration of laughter, run kitty, 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 and then a couple like Oh, go ahead, Rhea, please. Oh, no. Rhea tells her companions, Guys, it's fine. It's not worth getting into a fight with them. I'm I'm alright. It's totally fine. Uh, Kelsey. Oh. Yeah. Pansy would like to look at them and see if they have any marking emblem uh, rings necklaces, pendants anything like that that may um, hint at the 
organization that they're from? Roll a perception. 21. I am perceiving like a bot. I also need an investigation. Eight. Roll with advantage Oof. because I said so. <laughs> oh, great and powerful DM. We think oh, we my gosh. Sometimes you just can't beat the dice. Sometimes you just can't beat the dice. That perception of 21, they are wearing what appears to be leather armor with these steel cowls that look that make their faces look like kind of like cats a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, look like what um uh, Do they was... look like Leonins? No. Like gray? No. No. You can't you can't see skin at all. Like they're wearing head to toe leather armor with like padded a metal helmet with that a metal looks helmet. Like a cat. Yes. I mean like, like the armor itself does it look like Rhea? No. It is leather okay. armor that is it's painted like a black color. That's it. Like they're, it's just leather armor. They're like those biker helmets. People. Ooh, yes. No, not oh. spandex leather. Like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> not again. It's like those biker. It's like those biker helmets that have the cat ears. Okay. Are they all within ten Ooh. feet of each other? <laughs> yeah, technically. Uh, just um, wondering. <laughs> just wondering. Prepare the wrench. Okay, that's that's all you get, Pansy. It it does some, <laughs> something about something about it is familiar, but you don't know where. Uh, Raya is gonna sit down, cross-legged on the cloud. On the cloud, so not in the tower. On the cloud. Yes, on the cloud. Are you moving yes. away from them, or are you, like, 30 feet away, sitting there pouting, looking at them? Oh, Rhea's not pouting. Okay. Rhea is, like, super chill. Uh, she's gonna just sit down. If possible, can she make a perception roll? For- to see if taking in this cat-like armor? You can see the armor. Like, it's... There is... There is nothing about the armor that looks... At, there's nothing special about it other than it's these people flying giant vultures wearing black studded leather, or black leather, and like this steel helmet that makes them kind of look like they have a, a cat, like a feline appearance on the face. But it would make sense where if they're flying giant vultures, they probably don't want exposed skin. Right. Like there's um, there's nothing crazy about it that you're looking at. Is there anything that strikes Emma as something maybe she's heard of or uh you know because of a role you had earlier in this campaign I will let you I will let you roll. I will okay. let you roll an investigation. Oh, well, okay. I was hoping for a history check, but hey, you know, investigation. We'll see what we get. <laughs> Yeah. While she's doing that, Kalti's going to start strumming on his lute and playing some songs next to uh, 
Rhea, and he's gonna subtly motion for Pansy and Og to join him. Mm-hmm. And Emma's gonna sit down there too. Okay. Uh, and she got a Pan- seventeen. Pansy is gonna say, "There's something familiar about that. Cats have nine lives, don't they? There's nine of them. That is a myth. If cats had nine lives." I know people who would still be alive today. I hope Emma Pat raised me. Calty is going to start playing a song that maybe he's played before with the party and uh, start singing and motioning for them to get involved in like the uh, kind of party-like atmosphere that he's building. Oh, I got this. I got this. I know what you're doing. Ha ha. Emma's going to start singing. Emma, what did you roll for that investigation? 17. You know, you think you've heard of an organization that has wore these cat-like helmets before. Um, The name does not... It does not come to you. But the organization that they worked for was the Zentarum. Uh-oh. And we'll see you next week. Oh, you f- oh! Oh my god! I was setting something up. I was setting something up.